Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Hey, Molly, you know what I just heard down the floor? No, and if it's another one of those traveling salesman stories, I don't want to hear it. Oh, no, it's nothing like that. This is more along the line of an important piece of information. One of the fellows was telling me that this is high-fidelity month. Heavenly day. Yep. And it seems like we just got through with Labor Day. Now, Molly, that has all the earmuffs of an intended witticism, but believe me, High Fidelity Month is a pretty important thing for a man my age to think about. Well, I'm afraid I don't see anything too important about it. I sure do. It's made me realize that I don't have high enough fidelity. I'm only carrying a $10,000 state life policy, and with inflation being like it is, that wouldn't last you any time at all. I'm going to call up one of the fellows down at Wistful Vista Fidelity and tell him that mine isn't high enough. Oh, Miss V, High Fidelity doesn't have anything to do with insurance. It doesn't? Of course not. A high fidelity is a kind of a phonograph. You mean that this whole month has been set aside for people to buy those things that you crank up and put records on? Phonographs don't have to be cranked up anymore, McGee. They work by electricity. And hi-fis are the kind that make the sound come from all parts of the room at once. Holy smoke. Imagine what it would be like to have Uncle Josh at the cafeteria coming at you from all directions at the same time. <laughs> well, most people don't play records like Uncle Josh at the cafeteria anymore. They go in more for uh, 33 and a third album. Now, what good would that last third of an album do you? You couldn't listen to it unless you got together with a guy who had the other two thirds. Oh, McGee, that's not what I mean by 33 and a third album. I'm talking about albums that play at 33 and a third RPM. I see. I presume that RPM stands for rousing polka music. I know you hear a lot of that stuff on radio these days. No, no, dearie. RPM stands for revolutions per minute. Well, how the Sam Hill could you have 33 and a third revolutions per minute? Even in Cuba, a fair-sized revolution takes about six months. <laughs> this is a different kind of revolution. Oh? It means that the record goes around 33 and a third times a minute. And by having the music come out of more than one speaker, that makes the sound stereophonic. Well, there's sure nothing worse than that. And I, for one, just wouldn't stand for it. McGee's stereophonic sound is what you want when you have a hi-fi. Don't you know what it means? Of course I know what it means. I used to have the same trouble with my feet till I started wearing arch support. Oh, I give up. I just can't seem to get through to you. Oh, I don't know. You made me see one thing real clear. What's that? That I ought to just lay low during high fidelity months and wait for something like dog months to come along before I celebrate. Dogs only come at you from one direction at a time. Hey, Molly, give me a hand getting this stuff out of the car, will you? What on earth? Why, that back seat looks like a hardware store after a tornado. Well, this stuff just happens to be the parts for the hi-fi set I'm going to build. They're components. That's what a fetchbook's call them. Oh, McGee, you're not going to try to build a hi-fi set yourself. I'm not? Well, are you? Well, I sure am. This is high fidelity month, and I'm celebrating the occasion by building a set. The fellow at the store told me that all of the real hi-fi addicts build their own. Naturally, I'm addicted to... But, McGee, you don't know the first thing about putting all these parts together. Who says I don't? You surely haven't forgotten about those six months I spent working as an electrician helper back in Georgia. I became the flower of the electrical world as I rushed around putting in new bulbs and the like. Flower Bulb McGee, I was known as in them days. Oh, dear. Flower Bulb McGee, the most fabulous fellow who ever fiddled with the failing fixtures, came from the far-flung fertile fields of Florida to the fast and curious financial forms of Philadelphia from the fancy flared hicks and feeble fuses, forever a friend of fine fellows with fading phonographs and faulty food freezers, 
fastidiously fondling the favorite pictures of fancy pawn pillars, fearful pawn feeders, fashionable talcum fanciers, faltering firefighters, flashy fruit farmers, and flabby fortune followers. <laughs> In other words, you really think you can make a hi-fi out of this pile of stuff? There's no doubt about it, kiddo. Now, let's just file the components in the middle of the floor here until I figure out where to start. Are you sure these are the parts for just one high-five? You betcha. And the sound I'm going to get out of the finished product will be the most stereophonic thing you've heard since Doc Gamble's cat backed into our power lawnmower. Well, more power to you. You know why the guy at the store gave me so bad rather many light bulbs? Hmm. Guess they must give them away with every high-five they sell. Those aren't light bulbs, McGee. Those are tubes. They provide the power to run the set. Oh, oh, well, I guess everything's okay then. Except I only got one wheel with the thing here. Now, how can I roll it around from room to room on just one wheel? That isn't a wheel, dearie. That's the turntable. You know, the thing that you put the records on? Oh, sure, I know. Well, the first thing I want to do is plug this motor in, see if it works all right. Well, be careful. That wire doesn't have any insulation on it yet. I know. Just stand back and let me handle it. There she is. Now, I guess I have to touch these other two wires together to make contact. Don't do that, McGee. You'll... Ah, oh! Oh! oh, oh James, the oh. car's going right through your body. I'll unplug it. No, no, wait. Don't, don't unplug it. I'm getting something much better than stereophonic sound. I'm getting spots before my eyes in technicolor. Well, McGee, you certainly didn't waste any time getting down here to the record store after we had our new hi-fi installed. Well, hi-fi is no good without records, I always say. I read that in one of the technical magazines they put out on the subject. Have you decided what kind of records you want to buy for your collection? Yeah, I thought I'd get 12-inch ones. I mean, do you want popular classical? Oh, I think I'll stick the popular. I wonder where they keep the Ice and Jones records. I'm afraid you won't find anything like that. No? Soloists and small singing groups are the big thing now. Oh, well, in that case, I guess I'll stick mostly with Gene Austin and Lanny Ross. I don't like these younger rock and rollers like Rudy Valley. Oh, McGee, you're living in the past. There's a whole new generation of singers making records now. Oh? Well, let's just browse around the store then until I see something I like. All right. Oh, here's an album of pipe organ favorites. You always liked organ music. Oh, shame on you. Put that album right back where you found it this very minute. What for? Look at that picture of that gal on the cover of that thing. Well, you don't have hardly any clothes on. Oh, McGee, the cover picture doesn't have anything to do with the music inside. They just decorate albums that way to attract attention. I don't care what they do. I don't intend to have pictures of women and their snuggies sitting around the house for people to see when they come to visit us. Well, what about this album here, then? It's old Irish melodies played on the harmonica. Well, at least the woman on the cover of that one is dressed up a little more decent, but why has she got her hair all messed up like that? Oh, it just makes her look more exotic, I suppose. Well, there, there, there's something unwholesome about her. Let's, let's keep looking. Oh, look, McGee, here's a whole album of zither music. No kidding. What's it called? The title is Music for Lovers After Midnight. Good gosh almighty. What if somebody saw us leaving the store with something like that? Why, it would be all over town. But, McGee, all record albums have titles like that. You see? Here's one called... Music for a Romantic Interlude. And here's another one called Melodies from Paris After Dark. What's the matter? Somebody might hear you. But they all have names like that, McGee. You won't be able to find anything else. Of course I will. Let's see what's in this file here. Ah, oh, here we are. Music for two on a rainy evening. <laughs> Music for intimate listening. Military marches for a couple in love. I don't want to buy stuff like this. Let's go. Where are we going? Home. 
I think I know a way I can convert that hi-fi set into a waffle iron. Hey, Molly, I just bought the first record for our new hi-fi set. I had to go through every album in the store before I found the one I wanted. Is it popular or classical? Well, they had it in the popular department, but I think it was misplaced. I don't see how you could call an album of mandolin favorites anything but classical. It depends on your viewpoint, I suppose. Well, I can hardly wait to hear it. If you had all the big hit songs on it, Do Wackadoo Wackadoo, I'm a Ding Dong Daddy from Dumas, Who's Your Little Who's It? Imagine getting all those classics on the same record. Frankly, I'm having trouble imagining how any record company would have the nerve to do it. But if that's what you want, go ahead and play it. Molly, you just don't go ahead and play a hi-fi record like this. What do you mean? You've got to handle it real special. The little in the store told me how. What do you have to do to it? Well, for one thing, you only handle the record by the edges like I'm doing now. If you touch the grooves, you're liable to get your body ass all over the thing. Your what? Body ass. You know, little dead cells that are always falling off your fingers. What? They can play hard with the record. Choking dust. That's why I bought this special cloth to wipe the thing off with. You didn't have to buy a special cloth, McGee. No? I have a whole drawer full of rags in the kitchen. Molly, one does not dust off a high-fidelity record with a rag. You want to grind the lint right into the groove? No, I suppose not. This special cloth doesn't have any lint. Now, I'll set the record down real gentle while I put this pad on the painting. Is that something else you bought? Yeah, the girl told me it's better if the record falls on this pad instead of the bare trenches. Oh. And you don't want to jar it up. It's like I got a faulty pad, though. There's a hole in it. It has to have a hole in it. It wouldn't fit on the turntable otherwise. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess that's right. Ah, there we are. Now, where'd I put the record? I don't know. You just had it. Must be around someplace. That's funny. I just set it aside while I was putting the pad on the turntable. I don't see the dead thing anyplace. Could you have carried it in and put it on the dining room table? I didn't leave this room. I just set it down someplace. Well, don't go rooting through things like a pack rat. Just sit down and try to remember where you put it. Yeah, that's a good idea. You found it. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, Molly, I can hardly wait to play these new records I bought this morning. Just imagine being able to sit back in your own home and listen to classics like Cole Porter favorites played on the ocarina. And Tony Martin doing the best singing commercials of 1956. All stuff like that. Well, <laughs> I must admit that you're getting a lot of enjoyment out of your new hi-fi movie. Oh, I sure am. I was thought about one of these things years ago. Just think of all the time I wasted lying on the couch. When I could have been lying on the couch listening to records. <laughs> well, I wish I had as much leisure time to spend listening as you have. But I have to mop and dust the hole upstairs, so you just play with your new toy, and I'll be down in about a half an hour, Dave. Okay, kiddo, I'll be here. Ah, there goes a good kid. Looks like a coal barge from the outside, but she's a real cabin cruiser on the knee. Hi, Mr. McGee. Oh, hi there, Kenny. Hi. I didn't hear you pussyfoot through the portals of our palatial palace. <laughs> I did, though. Yes, you mm-hmm. sure did. Oh, God, look at the pretty new television set. When are you going to get the part for it that shows the pictures? Well, that part would have come with the machine if this was a television set, which it isn't. This is a hi-fi. A hoo-fi? Not a hoo-fi, a hi-fi. It's a record player that plays music so natural that it makes you feel like you were there. Where? Where what? Where is there? What do you mean, where is there? I don't know. You said there, and I said, where is there? Well, I don't know what you're talking about, Jeannie, but I'm sure it's a ridiculous question. The point of the thing is that you can enjoy classical music on this thing just like you were sitting in the concert hall. What's classical music, Mr. McGee? How does it, hmm? Well, 
Classical music is the kind of music that gives off culture when you get too close to it. You know, stuff by Botch and Beethoven and Minsky and Korsakoff and guys like that. Can you tell classical music from other kinds of music when you hear it, Mr. McGee? Can you hear it? Oh, I can. If I don't like it, then it's classical. Well, if you don't like it, how do you listen to it? Well, you see, classical music sort of just leaps into your subconscious mind. Just laying on the couch listening to something like Beethoven's Moonlight Sinatra makes me relax and feel good all over. Do you feel good all over now, mister? I sure do. I'm as relaxed as a puddle full of noodles. Are you so relaxed that you couldn't possibly get mad at anybody? I sure am. Good music fills you with love for all mankind. See, I'm so glad to hear that, Rebecca. Why, what's so important about me not being able to get mad? Because my daddy sent me over to tell you that when you play your hi-fi, it makes our TV picture flop over. Oh? Mm-hmm. And he said to tell you that if you don't stop playing it, he's going to call the police. Go on, mister. 